0: Had any questions about the Bible that you just couldn't get a solid answer for? Perhaps someone gave you answers, but they were confusing or not biblical. You tuned in at the right time and place to find real answers from God's Word, the Bible. You can call us right now with your questions at 472 1111 or in the CNMI at 323 1113. Be sure to turn your radio down when you call. Live from Guam, join us now for Straight from the Bible with Pastor Lewis Moffness. Hello and good afternoon. Welcome to another time of Straight from the Bible.
1: Here at the studios of Joy FM, we have a live Bible question and answer program. And we invite you to please uh, join us for prayer as we read God's word together. But let's pray first. Heavenly Lord, we are grateful that we have the scriptures before us. And as we look into the Bible for answers... We would like to ask that your spirit be our teacher, our guide, and especially, Lord, uh, please be with our listening friends. And I pray that every truth-seeking heart out there will receive what they are craving for from the Bible, a contact, a personal contact with you. In your name we pray, amen. Well, my name is Pastor Louis Moffinus, and here with me is Jessica Moffinus. Hello, Jessica. So glad to be here with you today. Oh, it looks like your mic uh, needs some work, Um, but uh, with me is Jessica. As soon as we can get her mic to work, we're going to uh, try it again, Jessica? Hello. Nope, nothing yet. (laughs) Okay. Well, I guess I'll do most of the talking until we can get that fixed. All right. Um but uh, Jessica's here with me and I'm very glad that you're here Jessica and uh I'm very glad that our listening friends are here with me as well. And uh, with us as well. <laughs> All of a sudden I'm alone, right? But I'm very glad that you uh our listening friends are here with us and we would like to uh give them what they need in order to call in or contact us uh... for their bible questions if you are calling from guam please dial four seven two one 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 four seven two eleven eleven if you are calling from saipan tinian or rhoda then please dial three two three eleven thirteen again that's three two three one 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 three and uh, if you would like to email us here is the address to do so um, you email us with this address, b-i-b-l-e at joyfmradio.net. And once more, that's bible at joyfmradio.net. And if you would like to visit us on Facebook, and we are live on Facebook, I like to give a wave to the cameras, and this is where you go, facebook.com forward slash joyfmradio. Again, that's facebook.com forward slash joyfmradio, and please Uh, Go to the left side of the screen click on videos. It'll take you to the live stream and in the comment section below The video the live stream you can leave your Bible questions there. We'll see it immediately And we'll be very glad to entertain your questions Okay, Uh, also if you would like to text us through whatsapp it's six seven one six eight six quadruple nine. Jessica, that's very easy to remember, isn't it?
2: Easy to remember.
1: Okay. Again, that's six seven one six eight six nine 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 nine. And by the way, nice to have your mic working.
2: <laughs> I'm glad to be here.
1: <laughs> and so let's uh go ahead and um oh and by the way, if you're listening to this broadcast, um if you're listening to this program at any other time besides Monday. At 5 o'clock to 6 o'clock p.m., then you're listening to a rebroadcast and you may still call, you may still um, email us or get your question to us through any of these ways. But if uh, we'll still take your call, uh, your question, but your live answer will come in the following Monday the following program. Okay, so thank you very much for joining us today, and we will wait for those phones to start ringing, and we'll have uh, Bible questions coming in. Our Bibles are open, and we are very glad to. And by the way, Jessica, this is the Monday before Christmas, and we want to wish everyone out there a Merry Christmas, don't we?
2: Yep, we sure do. <laughs> it's uh... This is the most exciting <laughs> holiday out of the of year, the year, I think, yeah,
1: <laughs> and it is a good time to remember that God loved us so much that He gave us His only begotten Son, mm-hmm. according to John three, according to John three sixteen. Amen. I appreciate how John one fourteen says it, and the Word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld His glory as of the only glory, as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Our God became mm-hmm. flesh. Jesus became a human being and the Christmas story is all about that and we want to pr- we want to promote people looking to Jesus this season. He is the reason why we re- even remember this day. Okay. And so Jessica, there's a story in the Bible that I think gives us an insight to many people's questions about regarding death. And uh, let's go to the book of Matthew chapter 2 and I would like to in ask you to please help me read and uh, Matthew chapter 2 verse 16 to 18 is the story of when the well the wise men were instructed by an angel to go a different route rather than go back to Herod the way he requested Um, and instead they went to their home another route Herod seeing that the wise men tricked him uh he was very angry now something about this herod this is there are three herods in the new testament this is one is called herod the great okay. and he was he was infamous for being well a very jealous and murderous king he killed his sons so that none of them could uh usurp his throne or take over after him so uh let's see what herod did after the the um after the wise men went uh, to the east without telling him where the Messiah the king was to be born.
2: Okay, so that's Matthew chapter 2 verses 16 to 18. And it says, "Then Herod, when he saw that he was deceived by the wise men, was exceedingly angry, and he sent forth and put to death all the male children who were in Bethlehem and all its and in all its districts." from two years old and under, or co- according to the time which he had determined from the wise men. Then it was fulfilled that was spoken by Jeremiah the prophet, saying, A voice was heard in Ramah, lamentation, weeping, and great mourning, Rachel weeping for her children, refused, refusing to be comforted, because they are no more."
1: Mm-hmm. So we see that a very terrible massacre happened in Bethlehem, every male child right. from two years old and under and i every time I read this story i have to f- I have to feel or think about how the the mothers and fathers felt in bethlehem uh, this uh, uh, This atrocity that happened where every um every house that had a newborn baby went from joy and love and laughter in the home now all weeping represented by Rachel right. um, Jacob's wife every, all every mother is weeping that their two-year-old boy or younger was
2: dead
3: you, and you can imagine every
2: house was mm. affected oh, even boy. if they didn't have a child right i mean just just in a in a village or a block in like for example in the states whenever they know a child was you know murdered or whatever the whole town feels it a thick so,
1: sad a thick sadness must have fallen upon right, and every so house. I can imagine
2: here everyone was affected, and it says, and all its districts right, so not just Bethlehem but any surrounding any area. any surrounding area that even was near Bethlehem, mm. uh their children were murdered, right, which is so sad,
1: yes, and you know all of that all of that sorrow and mourning comes to us through the scriptures, reminding us that. Uh, Jesus was persecuted just, you know, even as a newborn babe. You know, you read that in Revelation chapter 12, where it says the dragon uh, was uh, ready to devour the man-child as soon as it was born. And so we have the devil trying to kill the the newborn baby Jesus, well, up until two years also. Uh, thankfully, Jesus did escape this massacre. I'm very glad for that. But one thing that I wanted to point out is that this was, uh, well, this was a fulfillment of prophecy, and uh, it's found. Um, it says that it was written by Jeremiah the prophet, and so if we go to the original prophecy, it gives us some additional insight about those babies that were that were massacred in Bethlehem and its surrounding districts. You go to the book of Jeremiah, chapter thirty-one. And we'll read verse 15 first. And so could you please read that for us, Jessica? Jeremiah chapter 31 and verse 15.
2: All right, Jeremiah thirty-one fifteen. it says, Thus saith the Lord, A voice was heard in Ramah, lamentation and bitter weeping, Rachel weeping for her children, refusing to be comforted for her children, because they are no more.
1: And so we see that... Um, This is the same prophecy. This is the same prophecy that Jeremiah was writing, and it was fulfilled in Bethlehem. Can we agree on that? Right. Yes, we can. And so what I like to do is I like to read further, because if this is a prophecy, what else does the prophecy say? But we're going to put that on hold, because there are many people who ask me, when babies die, um, will there be a resurrection for them? You know, these are babies that are too young to believe Too young to have faith. Too young to uh, make a decision to have Jesus as their Lord and Savior. Right. And so many people have this concern. What if the baby dies too young? Is there any hope for them? More about that later, but we do have a caller, and we're going to talk to Mighty. And Mighty's going to ask us a question. Yes, hello. Welcome to Straight from the Bible. Mighty, you're on the air. Yes, uh,
3: Pastor m'apras.
1: Welcome. Thank you for calling again.
3: Yeah, thank you, thank you. Uh, last week, I remember we were talking about Matthew chapter 2, verse 6, and 9, right?
1: Yes, yes, I remember that yeah. about the wise men.
3: Yeah, so I want to continue asking the same question. Okay. But I remember you said that the wise men went to Jesus when he's already in the house. it's not in the manger, right?
1: Well, that's true. In Matthew chapter 2, there is no mention of the manger. Instead, yes, go ahead. Yeah, when they wonder, it's not an adventure. It's in the house
3: already, right?
1: That is true. As a matter of fact, it mentions a house. In verse 11, it says, And when they were come into the house, they saw the young child with Mary, his mother. So this is not in a stable, this is not, Jesus is not laying in a manger, he is in a house. Now, of course, after, the, you know, after Joseph and Mary uh, finished the census, the, registra- the, the registration, uh, of course they would have found a house. They wouldn't have stayed in the stable, they would have found a good place to stay. And so they, evidently they found a very good house, and they, they lived there in Bethlehem for two years.
3: Yeah, so now I I I understand that. I get it. <laughs> so what when the wise men reach their it's already
1: two years. Evidently yes. Um Jessica and I just read a a particular verse regarding the the um the the when Herod the King Herod put to death all the boys in Bethlehem and it it specifically says from two years old and under according to the time which he had diligently inquired of the wise men so King Herod knew that the boy must have been two years old at most and so or at least also uh, so he killed all the baby boys two years old and younger and the reason he did that is because the wise men told him uh, the wise men told him about the star and the two year period. So the wise men, uh, perhaps, yeah, yeah. perhaps it took two years for them to to come and search for the for the for the young child. But uh, yeah, that's that's uh, that's what the wise men uh, told Herod. And so it must have been two years later after Jesus was born. He was two years old when the wise men came. Does that answer your question, Mighty? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> okay. so I'm
3: calling from Saipan I'm actually I'm Panupin.
1: Oh, well, thank you I'm so yeah. glad that you're calling And I'm glad that Saipan yeah. is listening Yes, sir
3: yes. <laughs> so Thank you very much well, and thank- Merry Christmas and Happy New Year
1: Yes, and Happy New Year and Merry Christmas to you too Thank you for your call, Mighty yeah. Okay, bye God bless you, sir, bye thank
3: you.
1: Okay Well, as we talk to Mighty we were getting the timing of the visit of the wise men two right. years two years old right. uh, two years later after Jesus was born in a house they found them uh, right. he, they found him.
2: You know um, I won't be surprised if that's the star that the wise men saw two years prior mm-hmm. their visit in Jerusalem or uh, yeah that's right at Jerusalem. Yeah. I won't be surprised if it if that star was the same. Star mm-hmm. that um the appeared to the shepherds that night, which really were angels
1: right well um, in the, yeah in the shepherd's story in luke uh there no stars mentioned, but right. the angels were there
2: right and because mm-hmm. they were lighting up the sky, mm-hmm. it was really bright um you know like what a star would normally do that's right so um i and, and I guess that's why the um wise men saw that from two years before and, and and obviously that star was so significant that it caught their attention to even study into the prophecies of what that star meant. Right. Which led them obviously to to the to Jerusalem to find the right. Messiah or right. the King.
1: Well that's where they would have expected to find right. a baby king. Right. In the palace of the king. Right. And when thing is this wasn't Herod's child <laughs> this no. was God's child. And so Herod in a jealous rage um, made the decree that the, all the baby boys in Bethlehem and its coasts would be um, executed. Babies that did nothing wrong, and they were, you know, I've heard it said that these technically were the first martyrs for Jesus, the first ones right. to give their life for Christ. Right. And so it is it is worthy of note that uh, their sacrifice that they You know, they had their lives taken from them for no other reason other than they were persecuted for Jesus' sake. Right. Right.
2: right. I just noticed that um, in verse 3 of the same chapter of Matthew Mm -hmm. 2, how Herod, when he was so troubled, he called all the chief priests and the scribes, and he asked them, where was the Christ to be born? And they actually told him the prophecy. Right. They told him. They knew that the christ was going to be born in bethlehem right and that's why he uh went uh sent his men or soldiers or um to go and wipe out all the children that were male and two years and younger knowing that that star had appeared at least two years prior. Well,
1: that's exactly what verse 7 says. Right. In verse 7, it says, Then Herod, when he had privily, or privately, called the wise men, inquired of them diligently what time the star appeared. And so because he slew all the baby boys two years old and, and under, according to um, what the wise men told him, we can mm-hmm. see that they were the ones who told him, yeah, two years ago. We right. saw this star two years ago. Well, now I made mention before Mighty's <clears throat> question. And by the way, thank you very much, Mighty, for your question. It's so good to know that Saipan is listening. And uh, he mentioned he was Ponapean, and we we know that Ponape also has uh, Joy FM. Um, uh, Joy FM listeners over there. Right. And we're very glad that uh, the Outer Islands, out of uh, Outer from Guam, that is, are listening. Thank you very much for your call, Mighty, from Saipan. And, and we know that T- Tinian and Rhoda are also listening, along with Guam. Okay, now we may mention that uh, this whole massacre, this terrible thing that happened to the babies in Bethlehem, was a fulfillment of prophecy that we found in Jeremiah 21, verse 15. And Jessica, you read it. And as uh, I said, thirty one. Thirty one, sorry, thank you. Jeremiah thirty one, verse fifteen. And Jessica, you and I when we we see that that what happened, what Herod did was a fulfillment of Jeremiah thirty one, fifteen. And many people ask about babies when they're born when they're when they die too young. And right. uh, will they have a resurrection? Will they have a um, Will they have a chance? Is there any hope of seeing our babies again? Um, Many mothers have to bury their little babies because of some disease or maybe an accident. Some of them are, are, when they're born, the complications of the birth, you know, the the babies die. I think of uh, our surrounding Moses' birth. It was the law, it was the decree that uh, baby boys be thrown into the river. What about them? Well, what I like when, we're, when we just read verse 15, the uh-huh. prophecy of the slaying of the babies in Bethlehem. But let's take a look at what happens after verse 15, and we'll read verse 16 of Jeremiah 31.
2: Thus says, thus says the Lord, reframe your voice from weeping and your eyes from tears, for your work shall be rewarded, says the Lord and they shall come back from the land of the enemy.
1: Isn't that, oh, and verse 17, thank you.
2: There is hope in your future, says the Lord, that your children shall come back to their own border.
1: That your children will come back. And this is directly linked to the prophecy that was fulfilled in Bethlehem. Right. Isn't it wonderful to know that those children who were the first ones to give their lives for Christ in the New Testament there is hope in the future for them. I can't think of any other verse in my in my what I know about the Bible. I can't think of any verse that speaks so pointedly to uh the hope that even little children have. Because what this tells me is that God loves children.
2: Yes. God loves definitely. our children, doesn't He? He does. I mean, he just in what is it, Matthew or John, where he says, uh, you know, let the little children come to me, and right. he even says, you know, don't don't hinder them. Right. If anyone offends these little ones, that's
1: that's uh, that is in the book of Matthew. Right. It should be eighteen. Right. Matthew eighteen.
2: Um. So even you know God wants to protect the children.
1: He does, and uh, you know because we're living in a sinful world, not every child can be protected. You know, mothers and fathers do their best, and uh, the, our only our only safety is in God. But even when children do die for whatever reason, um, there is no reason to give up hope, right. because there. Um, he said that the Bible says they will come back. Don't he says you don't have to weep, you don't have to shed tears, because there is hope in your future. Your work will be rewarded, and your children will come back. And so I imagine, if I can just use imagination that. In the resurrection, and let's read about the resurrection. Let's go to the book of um, 1 Thessalonians 4, and we're going to read verse 16 and 17. It's a wonderful promise that uh, God gives in the book of John, uh, 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 15 and 16. Would you be so kind as to read that for us, Jessica?
2: Um, did you want 15 and 16 or 16 and 17?
1: Uh, 16 and 17 should do it.
2: Alright? So 1st Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 16, For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of an archangel, and with the trumpet of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. Then we who are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and thus we shall always be with the Lord.
1: And verse 18.
2: Therefore comfort one another with these words.
1: So at the resurrection, it says the dead in Christ will rise. Right. Well, those babies were the first to give their lives for mm-hmm. Christ. Uh, you know, for Christ's sake. Right. And so I, you know, God is the ultimate judge. But why can't we count them? <laughs> why can't we count them as those who are who have died in Christ? Right. They certainly died under Jesus' love. They certainly died under the grace of Jesus and His mercy. And so and we have a, a a prophecy in um we have a prophecy in Jeremiah 31:16 and 17 saying that they will come back. And so I'm trying to imagine a mother coming up from in coming up from her grave at the resurrection. Next to her perhaps is buried their father, or her husband rather. Right. Bur- buried her husband and they lost a child while they were alive. And they look around, you know, And they say, where's all of our children? And maybe they will see their son or daughter. Mm. But the thought in their mind is, what about our baby that we had to bury? And then, because babies can't walk yet, (laughs) they see an angel coming closer to them. And an angel has something in his arms. And it's the very baby that they had lost when when they were living their lives on earth. And the mother who had to shed so many tears and her heart was broken um, because she lost her child. Now she's shedding tears, but for a far different reason. <laughs> it's because happy her baby, happy tears, her baby has been returned to her. And, you know, we, we see that God is going to reverse every, every grief, every bereavement, um, not just of babies, but for all other things. And so I I think that the Christmas story points us to not points us yes to the first coming but it also points us to the second because both are connected with Jesus coming once and twice uh to make everything right.
2: You know the advantage the advantage that these babies will have is that they'll grow up in heaven.
1: <laughs> Isn't that wonderful?
2: <laughs> you know how as you were talking I was just thinking about you know the resurrection and how Excuse me. some people passed away when they were young, hmm. and maybe family members who lived on, and so when they're resurrected, they're going to be resurrected at with that same age. That's I mean, because right. babies will be resurrected, hmm. not as adults, right? As if they lived their life, but as babies, and so. Uh, You know, I know some family members who lost a loved one who was perhaps a a child or maybe in their teens or something, and the rest of the siblings grew up.
1: Mm -hmm. Became old men. Became old (laughs)
2: men or, you know, old ladies or or mature. And then when the resurrection comes, they're going to see their brother or sister or whatever at that still young age.
1: An old man will be looking at a little baby saying, there's my older brother.
2: Right. Exactly. (laughs) It's going to be so interesting. Mm. Um, And I'm sure it's going to be like what you would always say, one big culture shock in heaven and God's (laughs) going to have to help us overcome all that.
1: See a lot of things happening. Yeah. And just to show that there will be children in heaven growing up, it says in the book of Isaiah, chapter 11. Let's uh, turn there. And um, it should be uh, verse 6 and 7.
2: It says, The wolf also shall dwell with the lamb. The leopard shall lie down with the young goat, the calf and the young lion and the fatling together, and a little child shall lead them.
1: A little child shall lead them. So yes, in the time, in the new earth, when wolves are lying down with lambs, leopards are lying down with young goats, the calf is uh, lying down with lions, that's definitely the new earth, that's not this earth. And so it says that there will be a little child there leading them. Awesome. Well, you can hear the music, but that does not mean that we're over, it means we're going to be taking a break. Please don't go away, stay tuned, we'll be right back after this. This is Max McLean. How does God demonstrate His love for us? Listen to the Bible from Romans 5. Very rarely will anyone die for a righteous man, though for a good man someone might possibly dare to die. But God demonstrates His love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Since we have now been justified by His blood, How much more shall we be saved from God's wrath through Him? For if we, when we were God's enemies, we were reconciled to Him through the death of His Son, how much more, having been reconciled, shall we be saved through His life? From Romans 5. Listen to the Bible. It's great for the
0: soul. Be able to hear the Word of God today and every day. Hear more at radiobible.org. That's radiobible.org. Welcome back to the second half of Straight from the Bible. You can call us right now with your questions at 472-1111 or in the CNMI at 323-1113. You can email your questions anytime to bible at joyfmradio.net. Submit your questions online to joyfmradio.net or message us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash joyfmradio. Join us now for Straight from the Bible.
2: This is a live call-in program, so you are. Uh, we welcome you to go ahead and give us a call if you are tuning in right now here in the studios of Joy FM. If you are calling, I mean, are if you are from the island of Guam, that number to call is four seven two one 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 one. 472-1111. If you are calling from Saipan, Tinian, or Rhoda, that number is 323-1113, that is 323-1113. If you'd like to WhatsApp or text your question, go ahead and do that. That is 671-686-9999. 671-686-9999. We still want to make it possible for you if you still want to throw in your question while we are here in the studios. If you want to email your question, that's Bible at joyfmradio.net. That's B I B L E at joyfmradio.net. We are also live on Facebook right now. If you want to go and check us out there, you can go ahead and put your questions in the comments section. That is facebook.com slash radio. So we are making it possible, whichever means of communication you want to get to us, you're welcome to do so. However, we still like the old-fashioned way of giving us a call if you'd like to. <laughs> True. It's always nice to hear your voices out there. Amen.
1: Okay, uh, Jessica, it looks like we have a question that has come to us on our Facebook live stream. Awesome. So, sorry, (laughs) I got a cough. Um, And this is coming from Enoch. And Enoch asked a question basically on what we were talking about. What happens to children, infants, who die at a tender age? How will they be judged? And will they go to heaven when they resurrect? Good question, Enoch. And uh, as I, you know as we uh use the first half of our program today there's evidence i believe in the prophecy of jeremiah 31:15 and 16 mm-hmm. and its fulfillment in matthew chapter 2 from age 2 years old and younger that means all the way to an one hour newborn baby um nobody no, nobody was spared they they all died at a very tender age 2 years old they're probably walking and saying mama dada um and so that's you know a, a higher development than a baby that is just born right that's a very tender age um the question that enoch is asking is how will they be judged now that's a question isn't it right. how will they be judged they haven't done anything uh have they done any believing in jesus at two years old not very likely um newborn even more unlikely Uh, You might even say, definitely not. So they haven't believed in Jesus. They haven't believed in God. Um, Have they sinned? Well, they were born with a sinful nature. Uh, They haven't had a chance to use it (laughs) or practice it. Right. And this is where I really think that um, we ought to trust God in the judgment of these babies. Right. We need to understand that we just don't know what is in that baby's heart, right, but there is one person who does know, and so we need to um, we need to realize that uh, when it comes to these babies, they haven't believed that's true, but they haven't sinned either. They were They were born with a sinful nature, but as far as their record goes, they are innocent. Which tells me that we are just not going to be able to judge them. There is only one person who is going to judge them, um, and that is God. This is what God tells us in the book of um, First Corinthians, I believe, and First Corinthians chapter four, verse five. Jessica, could you read that for us?
2: Sorry, just First
1: Corinthians see. chapter four and reading verse five.
2: All right. It says, therefore, judge nothing before the time until the Lord comes, who will both bring to light the hidden things of darkness and reveal the counsels of the hearts. Then each one's praise will come from God.
1: Hmm. So here we see that God is saying, don't judge anything before the time. Right. Am I saying that every baby is going to go to heaven if it's born uh, at a tender age? Well, I would love to say that right. I really, really would. Right. And if I'm going to lean towards something, maybe I will. Maybe I would want to believe that. Um, but or, or am I saying that every baby is going to miss out on eternal life? I don't want to say that either. Mm. I am just not in a position to make a good judgment on this. And the Apostle Paul, recognizing this, says, "Well, don't, don't judge. Right. You just wait for the time. Wait until." Uh, Jesus shall come when he makes manifest the hearts of people and even the hearts of these babies because God knows these babies incredibly intimately, very intimately. He knows their hearts. He knows um, He knows everything about them. And so I leave these babies in the hands of God, and that's the best place to leave leave our kids because he loves them with an everlasting love.
2: Right. And, you know, the thing is, if a person keeps dwelling on that, right. it could drive them nuts. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, because we don't we, we don't know, we don't know the answer mm-hmm. and the, all we can do is put our trust and faith in God and leave it there.
1: Absolutely That way
2: we can keep our sanity because <laughs> yes. you know thinking about it over and over, we, we you know we, we'll never have the answer until. Until? Like it says, until the time, time till God comes, right. basically. And and I like how it says, then each one's praise will come from God. So, you know, leave it in God's hands. Pray, if anything, Lord, you know, help me to trust you. Uh, I don't know what's going to happen or whatever, but I, I know that this child is in yeah. your hands and you love him more than I do. Yeah. You know we love our children, but if anything, we have to re- remember that God loves that child more than we do. And even even today, as parents, we, when our kids—they're all adults right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and our kids, our children, our, uh, yeah. <laughs> our three children, <laughs> our own three three kids—they're adults right now, and we still need to have that same prayers. Like Lord, they're they're your kids; you love them more than I do, right. and I know that you will do whatever it takes to save them. Amen. But uh, I like how you said that even children have their own hearts mm-hmm. and characters in them that God can look at. Right. Um, and, and, you know, here's another thing is that God knows the end from the beginning. Amen. And he knows the beginning from the end or whatever, you know, <laughs> vice versa, every way. He's the same yesterday, today and you know, tomorrow and, and, and everything about God. He's Amen. just so awesome and so um, God knows that even if that child did live and and lived a full life, where mm. he'd be and That's what true. choices he'd make in the end, right? And all we can do is trust him.
1: We can, tr- and this is what I I, I want to say. We need to we need to trust in the love of God and how merciful yes. He is. Yes, and h- He loves our children so much that He's the one who gave them life. You know all these um all these uh tragedies that we hear about even in today's news how there are children out there who are suffering and many of them die before they even had a chance in life and while this world may not have loved them as much as as much as they should have there is a god who is looking down and i know that with every child that has been through you know things that they never should experience our god in his love he says i am going i I believe i'm trusting in god's mercy i believe that god will be very merciful to these children and yes i do believe according to the scriptures there will be children in the kingdom of heaven when they resurrect uh when god resurrects children he's going to take them to the kingdom of heaven and they will be safe forevermore and uh, that's my personal way of thinking of um the death of babies i don 't want to judge any baby i don 't want to say heaven or Hell for all of them, but I know that children will be in the resurrection, even those that didn 't have a chance to decide because God is merciful and He is love and that's that 's how I would like to that 's how I choose to to see the scriptures pointing me that direction
2: you know I can imagine how many how many uh, children who will be in heaven that maybe their parents didn't make it and that they'll be needing, uh, you know, people to help raise them in (laughs) in heaven or in the new Jerusalem or in the new earth, you know? And it's going to be really exciting having all these children uh, in the the new heaven and earth.
1: You know, it's really interesting that you said that because... um, the the bible actually says that <laughs> the you know a child gets to be in the kingdom of heaven but mom and dad didn't make it right right <laughs> so what what's going to happen to this baby in the new heaven and in the new earth right we see the 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 answer to isaiah 54 verse 1 and i would like to I'll read this for us it's talking about the uh-huh. woman who is barren right. okay the woman who never had kids why because her womb yeah. Wasn't healthy enough, perhaps, to bear children? And uh, so we read Isaiah 54, verse 1. Sing, O barren, thou that didst not bear. Break forth into singing and cry aloud, thou that didst not travail with child. For more are the children of the desolate than the children of the married wife, saith the Lord. Mm. The word... The word married wife there just means the ones who got married and had had right, kids. Right, right. There are a lot of married women who didn't have children. And so it says the the, the children of the baron are going to be more than the one who had a lot of kids. Right. When is that going to be fulfilled? Obviously, it's not going to be here. It's going to be in the earth made new. Right. Uh, she won't be giving birth to anybody, but there's going to be a lot of kids that are going to need somebody to Help them uh, learn and grow. Love
2: them, raise Love them. Love them,
1: raise them. It's going to be wonderful. And A what's so child. awesome
2: about that is that we can look forward to is that these aren't going to be naughty kids. <laughs> <laughs> wow. They're going to be such good kids. You're uh, not going to have discipline problems. I mean, you know, and and you're not going to have issues where you're like, okay, uh, I adopted this child, but what's the history you know their family right. history their 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 genetics and and are they more prone to diseases you know and things that we that we worry about here no. on this earth
1: and we love them anyways but we yeah. won't wor-
2: have to worry about it in, in <laughs> heaven because there's not going to be any issues all we're going to need to do is enjoy these children yeah and you know, p- take your pick of who you love to raise and that's be right. with and and enjoy grow and these, up
1: and these children will need to know about Jesus, and you know you may be saying, "Wait a minute they're in the kingdom of heaven, and they don't know jesus well they, they didn't have a chance, remember you right. know they didn't have a chance, and so they're going to be taught, and they 're going to know jesus and there is a verse in the scriptures that's where there will be people coming up to Jesus saying. What are these wounds in your hands? Right. Right. And in other words, they don't know about the cross.
2: Right. They don't know what yeah. happened. The salvation that that was a place right. for just for us.
1: And this, that group of people could be, you know, people who were in the Old Testament. They didn't know about, you know, about uh, any crucifixion. They didn't have crucifixion back in the Old Testament. Mm. Uh, that's something Roman New Testament era. Uh, or it could be like the ancient Chamorros who all they knew was that, that there may have been a creator and they decided to trust in that creator based on what they saw in nature or people who uh, grew up uh, in uh, maybe maybe a, a a country that outlaws bibles and things like that but they still believe in that there is a god and so and then there's children who never heard about Jesus these people possibly during the thousand years, will will have a chance to learn the specifics of the plan of salvation, what Jesus went through. And I believe there will be many children uh, in the kingdom of heaven that will come up to Jesus, look at his hands and say, what happened to you? What All happened right. to your hands? And then he will tell them. Uh, let's find that verse because it's very, very important that we find it. Uh, just to back up what we're saying here. Um and i think i think i could uh i just need to type in the right words i'm uh, doing a little search here and it should be <clears throat> excuse me uh yes zechariah 13:6 that is the one zechariah 13:6 jessica could you help me read that please
2: it says and one will say to him what are these wounds between your arms then he will answer, those with which I was wounded in the house of my friends.
1: Okay, that's, uh, that's interesting how the New King James puts it. Uh, in the King James it says, and one shall say unto him, what are these wounds in thine hands? Mm. And he shall answer, those with which I was wounded in the house of my friends. And we know that Jesus was wounded by his own countrymen. Right. And he was denied by one of his friends and then betrayed by another friend. Right. And so he says, yes, I these wounds were from my friends. And he would they, and then Jesus will explain to all these people who didn't know about the cross and its specifics what he did so that they could be there in the kingdom of heaven. Right. And I imagine this is going to cause these people to love him all the more, mm. <laughs> you know, what he did.
2: I I I can, i I'm also <clears throat> thinking how we would teach the ch- these children who've never experienced um, this world, in in the sense that adults did, and explain to them why we keep the commandments and why we want to keep the commandments, Amen. opposed to why we wouldn't want right, to. Right, <laughs> right. Because we already know everything that sin does. It destroys. It hurts. It causes so much pain that's not needed, and why everyone in heaven will choose to not go down that path ever, ever again.
1: Correct. Okay, so we thank you, Enoch, for that question because it allows us to talk about, well, I guess to to talk about children, salvation. These are things that Jessica and I love to talk about. (laughs) And so thank you. He's, by the way, he's calling from Majuro, and uh, he's probably not hearing it, but he's watching it on Facebook over there. Mm. So Enoch... Thank you very, very much for your question, and we certainly hope that your uh, the answer we gave uh, kind of clears things up. Okay? Well, thank you very much again. Now, we we do have one uh, email question that has come to us. In the la- Well, you know, Jessica, it's the last 10 minutes of our program. Perhaps we can give those contact information one last time, because in 10 minutes, I think we, we can take another question, and we want to encourage our listeners to call. <coughs>
2: All right, let's see if I can say these numbers fast enough. <laughs> if you are from Guam, that number is 472-1111. If you are from Saipan, Tinian, or Rota, that number is 323-1113. If you'd like to WhatsApp your question, you're welcome to do so at 671-686-9999. If you'd like to email your Bible question, that address is bible at joyfmradio.net. If you want to put your comment or question on Facebook, you're welcome to do so. We are live right now at facebook.com slash joyfmradio.
1: Okay, so go ahead and pick up your phone right now. You have about nine minutes to call, and we want to encourage you to do so. Go ahead and pick up your phone and contact us. Now, Jessica, there is a question coming from Carol, and Carol would, liked, would like us to comment on a particular passage in the Scriptures. The passage she would like for us to explain is John eleven forty six to 53. Allow me to read it. Okay. But some of them went their ways to the Pharisees and told them what things Jesus had done. Then gathered the chief priests and the Pharisees, a council, and said, what do we? For this man doeth many miracles. If we let him thus alone, all men will believe on him, and the Romans shall come and take away both our place and nation. And one of them, named Caiaphas, being the high priest that same year, said unto them, Ye know nothing at all, nor consider that it is expedient for us, that one man should die for the people, and that the whole nation perish not. And this spake he not of himself, but being high priest that year, he prophesied that Jesus should die for that nation. And not for that nation only, but that also he should gather together in one the children of God that were scattered abroad. Then from that day forth, they took counsel together for to put him to death. Okay, well, this particular um story is describing you know Jesus doing many works and the Pharisees and the Sadducees came together in council. Now a little bit of background is that uh, when the Pharisees and Sadducees came together, these people didn't like each other. The Pharisees were the the sticklers for man-made tradition, mm. and uh, they were they took pride in appearing very very holy and righteous. They made prayers in the marketplaces uh, when they gave alms they sounded a trumpet you know right. just so that people can see how holy they were those were the pharisees the word pharisee means separatists a person who separates themselves from sinners these are the people who criticized jesus for eating and drinking with tax collectors then there was the sadducees and the sadducees were different they weren't sticklers for the law they didn't even believe all of the old testament they only believed moses and the, the the Sadducees were the ones who were very political, and they wanted to be in favor with the Romans. Um, and if they if they curried favor with the favor with the Romans, some of them were appointed to be priests. Caiaphas was a Sadducee, and uh, he why did he get there? Not because he was a descendant of Levi or Aaron. He got there because well. Caesar put him there. You know, he mm-hmm. was appointed. Ah. Now, these people criticized Jesus for being too strict. They said, can't we just divorce our wife for any reason? Right. <laughs> and so they, they didn't believe in the resurrection either. Uh, they say, once you, once you die, that's it. There is no resurrection. So this is the only life you have. Enjoy it. Gather gold. Gather pleasures. Th- those are the Sadducees and priests. And they came together in council. It's really interesting that two people, two groups of people that actually hate each other will unite in persecuting Jesus.
3: Mm.
1: The hatred that they have for one another was great, but they hated Jesus more. Both of them had their their issues with Jesus, and so they come together and they say, what are we going to do? He's working so many miracles. This council was called the Sanhedrin. Ah. And you remember when Jesus came to trial, it was the Sanhedrin that condemned him. Right. With the high priest there. Uh, you know, tearing his robes. And so both Sadducees and Pharisees came together to condemn Christ. And so this um, Caiaphas, who was high priest that same year, he says it's expedient for us, it's better for us that one man should die for the people and that the whole nation doesn't perish. Isn't that an interesting way to put it? Of course, what he said is, uh, you know, we need when Jesus needs to die so, so that the Romans don't take away our nation, so that the, uh, we don't perish by the Romans.
2: So make him the sacrifice. Make
1: him the sacrifice so that the Romans don't take everything away from us. Now that is, it was, uh, he didn't know what he was talking about. I mean, he did, but uh, unbeknownst to him, God was actually speaking through him. Mm-hmm. You know, the Holy Spirit can do that sometimes. Right. And uh, he was talking about how Jesus would give his life not just for the Jewish nation, but for the whole world. Mm. And not it wasn't the Romans that was threatening the life of of everybody in the world, but our own sins. Our own sins are far more dangerous than any Roman power. And so it was Jesus. He then the high priest was actually because he's high priest. You know, this is this is the one who's supposed to be closest to God and God says, "Okay, I'll use you."
0: <laughs> right.
1: And you don't know what you're you don't know the the full extent of what you're saying, but you are I'm going to I'm going to give that message through you that Jesus is going to die for you. Jesus is going to give his life for you. He'll be sacrificed so that that nation and all nations can escape death and destruction. So, wow. <laughs> it's amazing. To me, it's amazing how God can speak through even a rebellious high priest. Well, in the Old Testament, God spoke through a donkey. And so a rebellious high priest, I think that God, God, God can do anything he wants, really. Uh, right. Did you want to add anything to that?
2: Um, no, it's just, as you were talking, I, I was just amazed at how so much hatred can be put toward Jesus, who was actually doing so much, Right. so yeah much good for the people very true and it comes to show how um, selfish and um, if anything evil uh, these people were just to get rid of Christ
1: it's very true Um, you know many people ask is it better to be a conservative or better to be a liberal Uh, well the Pharisees were conservative the scribes and Pharisees the Mm -hmm. lawyers the teachers of the law they were conservative And the Sadducees were the liberals. These were the fun guys, you know, the ones who say, hey, let's not be too strict, let's just love. Right. Let's just be friends. So they were the liberals, and the Pharisees were uh, the conservatives. And yet both found reasons to hate Jesus. Right. And so if you ask me, do I want to be a conservative or liberal, you know, I want to be Jesus, who was completely faithful to God's law, Mm -hmm. but he loved and had mercy on everyone. Well, thank you very much for being with us today, and we appreciate the questions and calls who came in. We thank you, those of you who sent in your questions, and we would like to thank each and every one of you for listening to our time of Straight from the Bible. We would like to invite you next time, next Monday, for another time of Straight from the Bible. This is Pastor Louis Moffinus
2: and Jessica Moffinus saying
1: good night. night.
0: Thank you for joining us for another edition of Straight from the Bible. If you missed out on your question and would like to have it aired next time, you can also email us anytime to bible at joyfmradio.net. Submit them online at joyfmradio.net or message us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash joyfmradio. Join us again next time for another edition of Straight from the Bible. Until then, may God bless you as you study His Holy Word, the Bible.